listening to a podcast from Light FM. It's the Light Breakfast with Asha and Terry. Good morning. In today's episode of State of the Nation, we take a closer look at all those pressing Malaysian issues that we're dealing with on a daily basis. This week, we're focusing on education and our person in the studio with us today is a representative for Campaign Tiara Guru. She is Fika Roslan. It's an NGO that initiated the campaign against teacher absenteeism. So Fika, could you tell us about the Tiadaguru campaign and I guess what sparked the movement in the first place? So in short, the Tiadaguru campaign is a grassroots campaign made up of whistleblowers. So this includes students um, and also teachers, teachers within the Ministry of Education, um, teachers in public schools, also including parents and communities. And so I guess what makes the Teraguru campaign slightly unique in that way is that it is made up of MOE whistleblowers. It was started by a case of extreme teacher absenteeism in Kota Belut, Sabah, which is one of the poorest districts, not just in Sabah, but in the whole of Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And starting from that case, we found that it was not just a case of extreme absenteeism, and failure to perform duties, um, failure to uphold statutory duties. It was also corruption in the sense that this teacher was heavily protected at every level that the students tried to and did actually attempt to lodge complaints and report the teacher's truancy. It was found that the teacher was protected by the school, by the district education department, by the state education department. And that is why in the public litigation case, there were two cases, one filed in 2018 by one student, Siti Nafira, and another case in 2020 filed by three other students. That's why they named um, six defendants in total, and it was not just this teacher who was absent. Um, They also named the school principal as a defendant, the district education office, state education department, all the way up to the Ministry of Education and the government of Malaysia. And what was the outcome of that? So we just received uh, very good news for the 2020 case filed by Nur Natasha, Kelvina and Rusia uh, from Kota Belut. So they won. Um, victory was upheld. Sorry, justice mm-hmm. was upheld. And uh, the court, the high court in Kota Kinabalu ruled in their favor. In That was just recently in July. So okay. we are currently waiting to see if um, the defendants will appeal that decision. We should have an update on that in the coming weeks. And the 2018 case filed by Siti Nafira, the trial is still ongoing. Right. Could you give us a sort of timeline in terms of this Tiaraguru campaign? You know, something was happening at school. Walk us through sort of what happened for it to get to the stage where there was even a group that was running a campaign. So this all started in 2015 when Siti Nafira was still a student at SMK Town Gusi in Kota Belud. Um, she was a Form 4 student at the time and it was during this time that her English teacher, uh, Muhammad Jainal Jamran, was absent from class for up to seven months. When, when people hear about this um, public interest litigation suit, 
um, they're wondering why this student had to go to the extent of suing the teacher and the school and then the ministry and the government. Mm. Why didn't they go through the proper channels when in fact she did? And that's why all these defendants were named in the suit. And so in 2015 was the first case, uh, Siti Nafira, when she was a student, um, the teacher did not enter class. So then she waited till she graduated in 2018 to file the case. Um, so she filed the suit in 2018. But then in 2017, when Siti Nafira's juniors um, ascended to the same class and were taught, well, supposed to be taught by the same teacher, the teacher also was absent for months on end. So it was the same pattern, the same case, the same teacher. And that's why these three other students who were Siti Nafira's juniors in school uh, decided to file a similar suit in the high court. So they filed their case in 2020 after they had completed their secondary school education. Now, it's It's curious because, as you've mentioned, you know, people would go, well, there are proper channels. And obviously, the girls had tried all the proper channels. How did it go from, I'm making complaints, I'm writing letters, nothing's happening, to then the next step is to file a civil lawsuit? Like, how, who guided them? Like, how do you jump to that sort of scenario? Yes, yeah, so that's why the utmost focus of the Tiara Guru campaign is whistleblower protection, because these students would not have gotten to this point without the help of a whistleblowing teacher, Chegu Norhaiza. So she was the one who assisted the students in collecting their evidence, in recording their evidence. And out of the hundreds of teachers at that school, she was the only one who was brave enough to assist the students in this sense. And I'm getting very emotional because the hardships that these students went through and the teacher herself was very, very great. And they are still experiencing these hardships today, even after their case has been victorious at the High Court. And so that is why Tiada Guru, we do not just advocate for quality education, we advocate for corruption-free education. And in line with this, we have some reform suggestions and our key, our three key reforms are first and foremost to enhance whistleblower protection and second to establish a public ombudsman with a whistleblowing with with a whistleblower protection unit and a public interest litigation unit as well as a child protection unit and thirdly for an emancipatory education which encourages more critical thinking with the students as well as provides more freedom um, for teachers to design their lesson plans in a more contextual uh, method. Let's go back to Tiada Guru. Since the first lawsuit, you mentioned some of the things you're pushing for in terms of the education system. Could you just run us through that sort of shopping list of of what's already started, um, what's in the process, what you're hoping to have happen in the next five years? So um, just to recap, the three key um, focuses or the three key reforms that Tiada Guru pushes for whistleblower, enhanced whistleblower protection, 
um, the establishment of a pub public ombudsman as well as an emancipatory education. And we have seen conversations around a public ombudsman um, by the prime minister in parliament. But unfortunately, what we've seen is that the proposed ombudsman only has the capacity or other the jurisdiction to receive uh, reports and complaints, but do not have the powers to investigate these complaints and take further action based on their investigations. And so it still begs the question of how independent is this ombudsman? Mm -hmm. And so what we are hoping for and what we are pushing for is that um, the ombudsman be completely independent outside of the executive branch and that the appointments of the persons involved in this ombudsman are made public and open and so people know who are involved and what the selection process is they are accountable to parliament they receive a portion of their funds uh, they receive their funding from parliament and not from any one particular um, body, mm -hmm. either it's, whether it's the government or the opposition, and again to have this ombudsman be empowered with the jurisdiction to not only investigate complaints but take further action in the sense that they could file um, a public interest litigation as what happened mm -hmm. in this case by okay. the Kotabula student. If a student were to find themselves in a similar situation, with a teacher being truant, what would be the best course of action they could take to bring attention to the situation and also be aware of sort of the, navigating the pitfalls of the backlash that come with that? Like, what would be the best course of action, in your opinion, having gone through now and still going through the second case? Parents play an utmost important role in all of this. Because when a parent is empowered, when a parent is prepared and they are unified, well, the school has no choice but to listen. And we've seen how an empowered parent makes a difference, makes all the difference. In the case of um, Ayin Husniza, for example, mm -hmm. her father has stood by her through all of that she's experienced yeah. and she's been able to build a very powerful movement of making school a safer place. And so one parent is unimportant to most MOE officers, but two is a concern and three to five can become a scandal. And so it's very important for parents to be unified mm -hmm. and to really listen to what their children are telling them. Mm -hmm. um, the options are now extremely limited, but it has been successful. The girls from Kota Bulut have shown. Mm -hmm. And so I, well, it's really a call to parents to well play play their role and to get in the fight the children's education to get in the fight. In the future. yeah it's interesting to me hearing about this and sort of reflecting on myself or or anybody else i know who didn't turn up to work for a week let alone a month let alone longer with no illness or no no reason that explained that absence per se to not be fired mm -hmm. so it, it seems it seems baffling in this day and age and I do understand that when systems are not all connected centralized things slip through the cracks so I wonder whether that is also part of what Tiara Guru is hoping for as well is is that sort of um, more centralized system of, of information of what's actually happening so that 
the head people are, are getting the right or seeing the right data versus what they're just being told because they that you know this computer is not connected to that computer if you know what i mean yeah um i'm not sure more centralization is the way to go though because as it is now the education system is quite centralized perhaps the problem is that the ones at the top are not talking to the ones at the grassroots and the grassroots are not being consulted they're not being given the attention that they should as the first line of defense and mm. the first people the frontliners of all of this they are the first ones who see all this wrongdoing and so again it goes back to whistleblower protection because even if these like, teachers or students whoever at the grassroots at the front lines um were to lodge complaints were to say something about this the 99% of the time the response would be more uh, there would be more incentive for those at the top to try and cover it up because once they admit that something is wrong somewhere then they've got to take responsibility for it so right. it's just really easier to try and sweep it under the rug is there any last words words of advice is there any way the public can help the tiaraguru campaign in any way shape or form that you could share with us oh very much so we've got a lot of resources on our website um just go to tiada.guru there's no .com or .my it's mm-hmm. just tiada.guru and you'll find a plethora of resources there please sign the petition to get Cheku Norhaiza the whistleblower protection that she needs it's at tiada.guru/sign1 s i n g1 if you're a parent or if you're someone who has access to a young person you know a young person still in school just be there for them keep tabs on what's happening in the school and if you can make noise about it really because while well, we've seen taking things to social media taking things viral sometimes gets the problem solved much faster and much more effectively than if we were to follow the proper channels but of course exhaust all options um and if you have to there are other ways and and better ways to go about it and such as public interest litigation but of course there is a great cost to that mm-hmm. um but being in solidarity really really helps who has borne the cost of both of these cases so the girls were very lucky that their legal team um, agreed to take on the cases pro bono right. but again that cannot be said for every similar case mm-hmm. and so that is again you know it it it's it incurs another really great cost because not everyone would be willing to do that and it goes back again to the public ombudsman because then that would ideally be empowered to take on these public interest litigation suits and so that's what mm-hmm. we're really hoping for Thank you so much for having this conversation with us today on State of the Nation. It's all about education. Our guest is Fika Rosan, representative for Campaign Tiada Guru, an NGO that initiated the campaign against teacher absenteeism. You can find out more, of course, by uh, having a look at what they're doing on their website. But you can also listen to this interview again on the Light Breakfast podcast. That's on the Shock app. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S Y O K. Okay.